Howdy, howdy! You're listening to Chatting It Up, the only radio show that is edited entirely by an evil rabbit. I'm Greg Birds, and joining me today, we have Nathan, a comm study major here at UCM. Hello, Gregory. Hello, Nathan. How's your day been? Uh, my day's been exciting. Oh. And I'm very excited for something, actually, uh, because in one of my classes... I had to, this is my media aesthetics class with Dr. Joe Moore. If uh, Dr. Joe Moore is listening, hi. Yes, shout this out. This is Greg. Hello, I'm also in your 9 a.m. comm theory class, Monday, Friday. So, Oh, you, you had him? Yes, I had nice. him. I had him this morning. <laughs> so shout out from me too. <laughs> Yo, shout out from your dogs, Nathan and Greg. Ow! Ow, <laughs> Do- ow Dr. indeed. Dr. Joe here. <laughs> hmm, he's probably not even going to listen. Uh, no, he, he's the guy that actually uploads these. He, he listens to, like, all of them as far as I'm aware. Or some of them. Good. I'm sure or, he'll like, love our shout-out then. Or he just tells me he listens to them. Right. I'm just like, so did you listen to the latest episode? Yeah, 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 whatever, Greg. Just sit back down, you know, do, take your test or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> or, oh, yeah, yeah, he listened to I, it. I, really just, like, <laughs> going at him right now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so in his, in his class, mm-hmm. uh, last week we had to make a storyboard. Uh, and so this storyboard could have been about anything. However, he did, like, put one limitation on it. Right. He was like, it can be about anything. Like, you can do, like, a space battle or, like, you know, like, like some, like, an, an anime or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The only problem is if you do that, you can't use it for your next assignment. And your next re- assignment also requires a storyboard. So you're more than welcome to create two storyboards, one for this assignment and one for the next assignment, or, if you want, you can just use the same storyboard for both assignments. Mm. And I really wanted to do a Western movie. And <laughs> I was like, well, darn, I really want to do a Western because I love Westerns, but I can't really film a Western here on campus. Right. But then I had this great idea because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I want to do a Western, but I have to do something on campus. I want to do a Western, but I have to do something on campus. Yes. Where is this going? And then I put the two together. <laughs> So the title of it is, or this isn't like the movie title, but it's just the first sentence I wrote down just okay. ended up being the title it's, of it's it. It's a work in progress. Yeah. But pretty much it's life on a college campus if everyone acted like they're in an old Western film. Yeah. It is a little lengthy for a title. Yeah. So, the, you know, that's not going to be the actual finishing right. title, but, but th- that's the storyboard the, the title. The concept is there. Yeah. And so, and so, like, the first frame is... Is you know like the, the main character riding in on his bicycle in, into the campus. Uh, his name, by the way, is the Lone Major. All right. Uh, and he wears a white baseball cap because you know in every Western film the hero wears the white cowboy hat. Yeah. Uh, is that every film? All of well, them? Well, most of them. Not, not every single one of them. I can think of one where the the hero actually wears a black hat, and that's Tombstone. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, but uh, I, I can go on forever about... <laughs> I digress. Uh, <laughs> I digress. Uh, what's actually funny, though, is in, in Tombstone, uh, the hero, now that I think about it, wears the black hat and the villain wears the white hat, now that I think about it, which is which is a weird concept. But no, I, I based it more off of the Lone Ranger, gotcha. uh, where, you know, he has the white hat and the villains have the black hats kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, you have him riding in the town on his bike. He goes to the Union Saloon uh, to get some drinks. Yeah, some Chick-fil-A <laughs> lemonade. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then, you know, he, he gets to a confrontation with one of the outlaws, uh, mm. which is 
uh, Ellis the Grad. Ellis the Grad. <laughs> yep. And so and so they, they agree uh, to do a duel at high noon. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, you know. Where does the duel take place? Is it in uh, front it of the It takes place r- right outside. Or that, that's actually a pretty good idea. I feel like it should be. Uh, it's I was just tall. thinking, like, right outside of the Union. You know, like that, mm, that like the big, big fountain area. Yeah, that that area because mm. it's it's pretty nice. It has like the buildings on both yes. sides, like Good the for big a paved uh, road, like the trees. Uh, I I thought that looked pretty good, but, I, but that, the flagpole looks. Pretty, but I don't know because good. you're right; they would have more room at the fountains, especially yeah. if they were on. Then you could have like a, a water scene. It'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's when raining. When was the last time they've the even floor. been on? Do you even know? No, I it's been a while. I yeah. remember, like, freshman year they were on, and I would always, like, walk. Everyone would just walk right through it, and I was, like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be me. I'd, like, just browsing through my phone, going through Reddit, and then just, like, oh, I walked through the water. Yeah. Oh, well, that's my life now. I know. I was, like, I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> I was, like, I guess this is Oceans of Fun. I mean, if everyone else walks through it, then, like, you Then you're the outlier, to. right. You, like, you then you're it. the weird one because yeah. you walk around it. So it's like it's like what what are you trying to do? Keep your clothes dry? No, nah, mm. you can't do that. It's ridiculous. It's UCM policy, actually. Exactly, but yeah, no. And so then they end up having you know the duel at high noon. High uh, noon, which they're banana splitters, by the way, instead of uh, sharpshooters. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you know they just have bananas and they go splat, you know, kind of thing. Yes, like, got to keep it PG. Pre- or, the or entire film G, is really. pretty much just like completely safe to shoot on campus. Very which, nonsensical. Yeah. Very... <laughs> That's fun. It's just entirely a, like a satire, pretty much. Nice. Uh, and then, you know, uh, w- w- one of my favorite parts, though, that I actually ended up taking time and, like, kind of showing it through the storyboard is one of the scenes I want to do is during the scene of the shootout, start it with uh, the camera, like, right behind uh, the lone major, you know, our, our hero of the, of the film. Yes, the white hat man. Uh, yep, r- r- right behind. Oh, by the way, uh, Ellis the grad wears a black uh, baseball cap, but it's on backwards. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, I just want to show that, like... He's the, the, di- the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite one. The evil one. Mwahaha. Yes, the backwards hat guy. <laughs> the backwards hat man. <laughs> Beware. I, I just imagine, like, a little kid who watches the movie and goes, like, Oh, man, I really hate the backwards hat man. <laughs> He's like, I could just tell he was so evil. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, so, like, so, like the, the one thing I, I really want to do with the camera would be uh, pretty much, like, so you, you see the hip of the lone major, like his hip on the left side of the screen, and then mm-hmm. his hand on the right side. So it perfectly, like, frames the shot. And then, you, like, you see the banana coming out of his hip pretty yes. much because, you know, it's in the holster. It is. And then through that frame, in the distance, you can see Ellis the grad in his guns kimbo stance, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then the best part of this whole shot would be I would want it to do like a 180 pan around them. So like go fr- from the back of, you know, uh, the lone major and then go to like moving to the side so where now you can see both of them in the shot and then keep going to have the same exact original shot but this time from behind Ellis the grad showing uh, the lone major mm. through that hipped frame shot. 
You really yeah. thought this through so thoroughly. It just it just seems so cool in my head. So seems I seems like I a great it. film. You just you'll have to let me know if I can watch it for free. I, I don't know if I'd pay for it. <laughs> uh, the best part is is that it's not actually gonna be a movie. It's it's just a bunch of photos because uh, media aesthetics. Well, uh, but a friend of mine was like, "Hey, Greg, if you're ever bored, just make this movie." Yeah, if you ever really <laughs> want to turn it into the real thing, I think you should hit up some production companies. Well, I, I don't think it's gonna be like a real big thing. It might just be like a little. It Casual, I think like, you should send it to project. Disney Plus and be like, <laughs> hey, I got a concept for you. And they'd be like, done. Yeah, but the only problem is that, like, if, if I did do that, they'd be yeah. like, cool, done. Here's $50. <laughs> Those billionaires. And then it's going to be, like, the biggest movie ever that, like, hits the box, off, or box office with, like, $50 billion. <laughs> and it's like, cool, Here's yeah, your like, cut. Disney, where's my, uh, where's my, like, five billion? Because, like, you guys should have, like, enough for that, <laughs> right? Like, like, who are you again? No, no, we, we already gave you $50. Like, go away. I mean, we don't, we don't recognize you. Did you have something to do with it? You're like, yeah, I, I like, directed it or whatever. <laughs> like, mm, doesn't ring a bell. I, I kind of, like, you know, did all the camera work. I acted in every scene, which is really weird that I did all the mm, camera work and acted. I don't think so. No, no. You just, no, it doesn't look like it. Anyways, bye. <laughs> How has your day been? Well, it's been pretty good. Like I said, I got up at the crack of dawn for Joe Moore's class, which I don't mind at all. Love it if you're listening. Best class ever, um, for sure. But yeah, yeah, so de- I, d- definitely the best class ever. And yes. I definitely believe because it's the best class ever, we should get some sort of uh, extra credit. Perhaps. 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 Just, just an idea. Just for the it out shout there. out, I think yeah, every yeah. time his name comes up, I should get an extra ten points on every each time exam. we say the name Joe Moore. We should both get an extra 10 points. Right. Even though you're not even in the class. Well, I'm in a different class. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. But you should get 10 extra points regardless. Yeah. Just because we keep saying Joe Moore. Joe Moore. Joe Moore. Right. <laughs> I feel like he would not enjoy this. <laughs> I feel like he... Mm. But besides... Okay, besides his class, I had a Taco Bell breakfast crunch wrap, which I'd never gone to Taco Bell breakfast before. I placed it through the app. I... It was delicious. Would recommend Taco Bell breakfast to everyone. They're open till 11, and they should also sponsor us. So what do you think about that? Do you think Taco Bell will sponsor us for a breakfast crunch wrap? Be like, yo, I got this 9 a.m. class every Monday. Sponsor me. Like, I really am so hungry afterwards. I just want something that's fried with egg and bacon and cheese in it. And they're like, you know what? We can whip that up in two minutes. Does Taco Bell even have, like, egg and stuff? I In the mornings, yeah. It, oh, I, wow. The Crunchwrap was, like, it had hash brown instead of the chip layer, and then it had, like, cheese and, what else did I say? Bacon and egg. Scrambled. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a Taco Bell breakfast. I had never that, either. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, one of my friends works there, and he was telling me about it, and he was like, it is actually the best thing on the menu. And I, I'm a breakfast man. I love me some, some brekkie, you know? Eggs, 10 out of 10. Pancakes, at least 11 out of 10. We're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we get back, we'll be hearing more from Nathan about whatever random stuff he can think of. Welcome back to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. 
Hey everyone, welcome back. It's me again, in case you've forgotten. Um, anyways, back to my day. Uh, after that, I played some Hot Wheels Unleashed, the new Hot Wheels game. I would recommend that everyone go check it out. It is only $50 on the PlayStation Store. A Hot Wheels game for it really, okay. I may or may not have bought it for full price. But I think that is another story for a different podcast. No, no, no. I'm now actually more invested in this topic <laughs> now. Tell me more about Hot Wheels. Well, I did play with... If you don't know what Hot Wheels are, they're basically these tiny little, like, cars that children play with and stick in their mouths and chew on and all that. Or, uh, or in case you're on the other side of the internet, <laughs> uh, Hot Wheels are these toys that people just buy a ton of and then drive around town trying to find cars that look exactly like these Hot Wheels and then place them onto the hood of those cars and just secretly record to watch the expression of the person as they come out to find a Hot Wheels of their car on their car. Wow. maybe I, I've actually seen those videos. They're actually very nice. Maybe they should add that to the DLC because <laughs> bonus mode, you just like, <laughs> you have to drive onto someone's bigger car and just park and wait for like 20 minutes of in-game time for someone to show up. And then you get like a 30 second reaction and then that's it. That'd be a great DLC. I'd pay another 50 for Sadly, it. that like sums up like most video games, like the collecting quest kind of thing where it's like, you know, like, you, you must collect all 300 golden horseshoes. Excuse me, I love collectathons. As we know, Spyro the Dragon is one of my absolute favorite games. So when they give me 2,000 gems to collect, I'm like, I'm on it. I'll be done in 10 minutes. Yeah, but but how great is that 30-second, uh, like, final video that they get to show you at the end? <laughs> uh, it's actually an amazing ending. The plot is... Just a phenomenal. The first Spyro game doesn't have the best plot, I will say. But Spyro 2 introduces this character named Ripto, and he's very, like, evil genius, but goofy comic relief. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you don't understand the platformers these days. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Because I, I built my own PC, so I've I've gone away from the, the world of consoles. And then I just realized that you said platform and not console. Well, platforms so are also... Sense. Like, in that way. Platformers or platform, you know. Can that is why I Two different words, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two different concepts. But yes, um, what else have I done today? I don't know. I came here. I was very nervous at first, and I think this is going fantastically. I love talking about Hot Wheels. Would you like to hear more about Hot Wheels? I am actually invested because you said it's $50, and I want to know why it's $50. Honestly, I could not tell you why it's $50. And they have a season pass, which it's like the battle pass for Fortnite. Not that I played that, but if I did, it, like, you just basically get a bunch of, like, exclusive races and skins and all that. But what is the point? Because it's an extra $40. So, I'm like, if you want to spend $90 on the new Hot Wheels game for some extra tracks, great. But the game itself is actually, it's really fun. It's similar to the one on the Wii, so it's just like a racing racing type game. Um, but there's no power-ups or anything. It's not like Mario Kart. You kind of just drive on a track, and you have to be fast, essentially. So it's just like any other racing game that's except like Forza it's like, and stuff? Kind of, except you're in like these giant rooms, and you're Hot Wheels, so you're really small. And you, they like the tracks change but the rooms stay the same. So if you actually go off course, you can kind of just drive around the entire map. And it's really cool. And sometimes the gravity goes a little crazy. And if you go up a ramp, your car will just keep flying. And <laughs> you'll just fly off the edge. And then you can just explore around the floor if you want. 
and like at any point you can hold triangle and you'll just go back to the race. But it's really crazy. There's a lot of detail in it for it being like $50. So I was like, well, at least I can drive around and do nothing. You make it sound like $50 is like the bare minimum of a game. At least it's a lot of detail for a $50 game. <laughs> I said it out loud and then I meant that I realized it and like I meant it in a different way. <laughs> They're like, ah, yes, I just paid $200 for this game. A good thing. There's some detail in it, though. Yeah, um, good thing. My, it really is worth, like, you know, 800 But anyways. You had briefly mentioned a friend who worked in the food industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sort of industries have you worked in yourself? Oh, well, um, I have worked at a Jersey Mike's sandwich sub place. I worked there for two months in high school. Uh, it was not... If you're listening, Jersey Mike's, I'm sorry, but it was kind of horrible. Uh, I really hated most of the seconds I was there. So I do not usually count that job. So my real first job was I worked at a Hallmark retail store for like six months my senior year. And it was actually a lot just because I have like really bad back issues. So the standing and stuff was kind of rough for five, six hours at a time. But the people were all really nice. And I got there because my friend Ada worked there and she was like, uh, I love it, and I think you'd like it, so, yeah, uh, so I've done that, and then my most recent job was I worked on campus at the advising center, and then after that, I am now working at my dad's company part-time, and that's mostly working from home, which is actually really nice, uh, it's kind of crazy, did not think that was an option for me, but it is, so... Nice. And so what is your dad's company, if you don't mind me asking? It's a telecommunications company located out of Atlanta. I mean, there's a bunch of different offices, but like the main ones in Atlanta. And it's called Lingo Communications. And so I basically, I started off as an intern this summer and I did like some marketing work and like some pricing for our products, which are basically like phones for businesses and all that, like office spaces. Um, And then over... Like, towards the end of the summer, I got promoted to, let's see, what's my title? Price Marketing Analyst, I think, or Product Marketing Analyst. Yeah. And so I do a lot of pricing work, which is about as exciting as it sounds. I There's, like, little phones, and I have to put stuff in Excel sheets and just see, basically, you know, how much can we sell it for where we still make money off of, like, the residual percentages. And it's a lot of very complicated stuff that is actually a lot simpler than it seems like it is. So, but I really do like it. I think this is my job that's paid the most, so that's a plus. And I don't know, just getting to work, like, with family, it's kind of a little easier with your scheduling, you know? It's a little more flexible. So, but who knows where I'm going to go after this? And so we are both men of the culinary arts. We have both worked in the realm of culinary arts. That's true. Uh, you working at, what was it? Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. And me working at the Esteem Culver's. Yes. A little, a little high class. Uh, but, but, Have you, you know, built it? uh, we, we go on about nothing. That's true. Uh, or whatever that phrase is. Uh, I wanted to know uh, a little bit more about your, like, experience in fast food. Because I feel like a lot of people, their first job is fast food. Like, that was my first job as well. Uh, that's your first job. And, like, there's tons <coughs> of other people that, like, their first job is yeah. within fast food, and, like, I just want to know more yeah. about that experience. Well, I think it's a very easy job to start off with because it's just it, – they really always need people, and so you don't really have to have experience lining up to it. They'll kind of – like, in my case, they were opening a new store, 
um, a little closer to my house. And so they were just hiring like a bunch of people. And I came in and I was like, I bought a sandwich and they were like, do you need a job? We can interview you right now. It was literally like a five minute process. And they're like, you seem cool, whatever, we'll give you a job. Um, and I really, I was doing okay at first, but I just got really anxious a lot and customers were really kind of rude. And then towards the beginning, since they were training all of us at once, I left for like two weeks. I went to Kansas City and saw family. And I think I like went to like a church camp or something. I don't know. I was really busy. And so I came back and I had missed like that two week period where pretty much all the employees had gotten trained. And so I didn't know how to use like the cash register and I couldn't use the meat slicer because I wasn't 18. And there's just a lot that I didn't know how to do. And I think looking back, like I totally could handle it now. Like I'm amazing at everything. So I think I just got really overwhelmed. But yeah, it was just it was a lot at once. And I feel like just me missing that training, I just never really fully caught up. And I just I don't know. And then they kind of slowly stopped scheduling me. <laughs> like, like every week I would be like, oh, I'm working two days. Then I was like, oh, one day, oh, three hours. And then I was just like, I don't feel like you guys want me to work here because I don't know what I'm doing. And they were like, you know what, kind of fair. And so I left. Yeah, no, the, it's, it is kind of sad, but a lot of restaurants do end up doing that. They're just like, oh, hey, look at that. Less hours. How'd that happen? And it's yeah. just, you know, just slowly scheduling people less and less if they don't like you kind of thing i know and honestly i didn't really mind it at the time because i hated it so i was like you know what the less time i have to spend in that building the better but looking back i definitely should have like i don't know i probably could have handled it if i would have just like spoke up more and asked some more questions and all that but you know live and learn and i'm glad i had the experience the way i did so yeah but yes i feel like your experience at culver's was a little bit better it was yeah uh they did do a lot more like training wise. Uh, they actually have people on staff who are uh, team leaders or team trainers. I mean, uh, whatever they're they're called. Yeah, like the shift lead or whatever. I haven't been there in a couple of months. Like, I, I, I I've blacked it all out. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so you know that they, they do have like the, the trainers, mm-hmm. uh, and there are people who uh, pretty much just like are really good at certain stations to where they can actually just train other employees to do it. I never, like, was an official trainer, but I did train a lot uh, on yeah. a lot of stations. Just from learning. And yeah, because yeah. I, I I did know a lot of the stuff, so, like, I could easily just tell it to people. Uh, I think, like, the first time I trained was on, like, a run shift. And running in Culver's is just when you take the food uh, from pretty much, like, the kitchen and take it all the way out to the guest kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that's the runner. And so that was the first time I ever trained someone was on that shift. And, like, one of my managers overheard my entire lesson and was like, that's really good, Greg. You should do that more often. And so I started doing it more often. Uh, They had me training on register, had me training on, like, the OT, which is that's the order taking and drive. Yeah. uh, uh, Cleaning uh, the front of house, stuff like that. Wow. Look look at you. You were just... Like, I, I actually, teaching all of the things. Yeah, I actually got to train someone who was... Because, like, the Culver's here in War- Warrensburg, it's definitely, like, a, like, an employee factory, I guess you can call it. There are a lot of you, or there were. Well, yeah, uh, the, the reason why is because they're constantly trying to get more and more people to then, like, ship out to other uh, Culver's that are in the uh. area. So, like, while while I was there, there was possibly, like five or so Culver's that ended up opening up and like each one of them, they, there'd be like a flyer that's like put up 
in like the like the employee area like hey who wants to go to this area? We need people to work in this like, area. We're, we're about to open up. Someone go there and work there. And th- that's pretty much what, what hmm. uh, our Culver's was kind of doing, was we were just making a lot of employees so we can just ship them off to go to other Culver's areas. It was, like, very heavily in the training and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And what's cool about that is we got to, like, get people who were going to become um, uh, like business partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what they're actually called. But pretty much the people who, like, own their own, like, Culver's yeah, buildings. Yeah, like the store owners or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so, like, we got to, uh, I got to actually train one of them on how to do dining room. Oh, wow. Of course, like, they didn't need much training because they've done, they used to be, like, a, a Chick-fil-A owner. So, like, they, they, <laughs> a they what? Knew, yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A? Is that what you said? Anyways. They used to be an owner of, Let's of that, move on. that one restaurant. <laughs> uh, sorry that I'm from the East Coast, and that's what we used to call it. I'm from it. the East Coast. I lived in Atlanta for the last Okay, like, I'm sorry I'm from Maryland, because apparently Maryland's the only state that says Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I'm, I'm slowly finding that It's out supposed on. to be like a filet, like a like filet mignon. Like filet mignon from Despicable Me. <laughs> Anyways, are you following what I'm saying? No. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> okay, but that's really uh, cool. The only thing about food I know is what are you an idiot sandwich mm-hmm. <laughs> quoted by Gordon Ramsay. Yes, my great grandpa. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, actually, I don't remember if you're serious about that. Uh, no, no I, okay. we're not homies. That'd be cool, though. That would be cool. I'm sure I would get uh, delicious meals instead of going to Taco Bell breakfast. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Taco Bell breakfast. I mean, if Taco Bell Breakfast wanted to sponsor us. I mean, I would take all the money and eat it. I would spend it on Crunchwraps. Oh, I, I thought you were just going to, like, eat the money. No, I really did say eat it, but yeah. the, I promise I will not be eating cash. Just be like Weird Al Yankovic and just eat it. All right. Next time I get paid, just down down the gullet. Just eat it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So briefly, briefly, earlier, you did mention uh, PlayStation. So, mm-hmm. what is your thought on the console war? I I mean, I think it's a little overrated. I think that people can enjoy whatever they want. I think a lot of games have good stuff to offer, but PlayStation is a little bit better than Xbox because the only reason I say this is because I think the PlayStation has really good exclusives on it. I think, like, Last of Us, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, Until Dawn. There's just so many choices on the PS store that like are not available on any other console that I think it just blows Xbox out of the water. I mean like they they have Halo and they've got Rare Replay, you know, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Can't beat that. But I I must say I am more of a PS guy myself. I'm a, a trophy hunter. If you don't know what that is, it means I have no life and I spend <laughs> all my time trying to 100% video games that I enjoy. So but it's actually, it's a lot of fun, and I think, yes, I think if you're on the brink of those two consoles, I think you should sway to the side of PlayStation. I think That's you should just argument. sway to the side of, of the PC. master race, mm-hmm. which is PC. But then you have to, like, build it yourself. And you don't have to. Well, you, you could do. spend the extra money to get a, you know, a, a dumb pre-built PC. You see, I want a PS5, but guess what? 
It's very difficult to find these days. Try and buy it. You're going to only be able to find it from a scalper. I know. And I got, like, an email from PlayStation that actually offered me one. And then I was supposed to, like, sit in a queue for a couple hours. And I joined it late. And so I think I just missed my opportunity. Because by the time I got through the queue, they said that it was out of stock. And I was like, punch in the air. I was very upset. But it's okay because I'll get one someday. And until then, I will be grateful for what I do have, you know? Got to keep, keep that positive outlook. That's how, you, that's how you move on with your life when you don't get the PS5 that you yeah. wanted. And so I can agree that the PS exclusives are great. However, Xbox has a bit more storage. They do. And, like, and what's really cool, though, is the way it was described to me. Uh, because, like, you, you can look at the numbers. Or, or you can use Call of Duty Modern Warfare as a measuring unit. And if you do, the PS5 can house three copies of Modern Warfare. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. And then the Xbox Series X or whatever, or whatever. it's called. I, I'm not... I th- New, I think it's I, I, I'm not into the new consoles yet. I don't have all their names memorized. Such an old man. I know. Uh, too, too, too invested in my PC now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so like the uh, the Xbox can house 3.5 copies of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Mm, it's not a huge difference. It doesn't sound like a huge difference when you say it like that, but it's a lot more fun to say. <laughs> Well, I think your argument is not as good as mine. So that is valid. I also don't, <laughs> I don't know all the stats of both of them. I don't. I really don't know a lot about Xbox either because my sister has one, but she does not use it very much. And I did buy her a PS4, and she's been playing it a lot. And Sally, that's all the time we're gonna have for today. I'd just like to take a moment to thank Nathan here. Yes. for joining me today. Oh my gosh, of course. I really do appreciate you having me on. I, I've never really done anything like this before, so I feel like I went off on a few tangents, but I had a fun time. So Of course. And if, to everyone else out there, you can listen to our next episode to hear from yet another great person here at UCM. And once again, I'm Greg Burns, and you've been listening to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat. Now let's go ahead and ship this on over to that evil rabbit so you can do his evil rabbit things and edit this. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs>